you doing? How you feeling? How you living? Thanks for joining me today. It's your girl, Akua, your host for Dem Coins Podcast, where we help millennials of faith gain clarity on what they truly value, manage and increase their income, and crush their financial goals. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about stress. Yes, is there such thing as good stress? How to deal with chronic stress? And much more. Enjoy! Hello, everybody. How you doing? Um, your girl is solo today, but I really hope you guys have been enjoying the uh, the collab episodes. Uh, I try to find guests that bring some really, really awesome value. So if you appreciate it, you know, if you like the content, feel free to share with all your peoples and also leave reviews and stars and all the things wherever you listen to this podcast. And also, of course, this Sunday, we are celebrating all the maternal figures all across the globe. So shout out to you, your mama, your auntie, your whoever. Okay, let me know what your plans are. I know I got some stuff going on with my mom and it has been properly budgeted. Okay. And as mentioned, today's episode is about stress. Now, I know what you're thinking, right? What does stress have to do, you know, with my coin and my bag? Well, as I explained in previous episodes, all these things are interconnected, right? We are multifaceted human beings, living, breathing, doing all the things. And I really wanted to talk about this because, you know me, I'm about putting in work, but... I think that this hustle culture has kind of gotten out of control. And like I always say, money is a resource, right? Not the source. And how can you enjoy your money if you in the hospital because you got ulcers because you stressed out all the time, right? Like, so these things are all interconnected. And, you know, even before the internet, especially here in the States, Um, so much of our identity has been defined by what we do um, as an occupation, right? So something interesting has happened where if you aren't booked and busy, you almost feel like you aren't that worthy or you aren't doing enough, right? You know, people do these random work experiments where they go to work and, you know, people ask how they're doing. They're like, I'm fantastic. And the response is always kind of weird, but people are used to hearing, oh, I'm stressed out about, you know, this work project. I'm stressed out about this, you know, side hustle I got going on. I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. And we almost kind of glorify being stressed out, like to the point of pure exhaustion. Like I was watching uh, the Netflix documentary called Take Your Pills. So it's about ADHD, Adderall, Ritalin, you know, all the drugs that are, um, many times abused to increase performance. And there was this financial analyst who was working with a partner at his at his job and they had to come up with this financial report. And so they took Adderall and stayed up for two days straight. The partner that the guy was working with got hospitalized and the guy calls him up and says, hey man, I heard you're in the hospital, are you okay? And then the guy says, yeah, I'm fine. Hey, look, they're asking me for this document. Can you email this over to me? It's like, at what point do we say, no, enough is enough, right? We have to have clear boundaries. And we, and I really do mean we, because I do catch myself in this. We have to be really cautious of beginning to view 
the struggle as being synonymous with our value, right? Because there's this little mental game that sometimes happens where we say, well, you know, if I'm not, you know, running around like a chicken with my head cut off every five minutes, that somehow I'm not valuable, right? Because the people we admire the most usually stay booked and busy, right? Think about whoever you admire, whether it's someone in your field, whether it's, you know, I don't know, whoever, right? When we think about these people, they are booked and busy. And so then we begin to feel if we're not booked and busy, then we must not be important, right? And we're being left behind as the world is just trudging forward and everyone's doing all this cool, innovative stuff and everyone's posting their highlight reels on social media. And you begin to feel really insignificant and just not important, right? So I am here to remind you literally, as I remind myself, you was kind, okay? You was smart and you was important. For real, for real, seriously. You know, God made us all with awesome, unique capabilities, gifts, backgrounds, upbringings. And you don't need to be booked and busy to be valuable, right? You don't need to be booked and busy 24-7 to feel worthy, you know, to feel whole, And something else also interesting happens with this booked and busy culture. People begin creating busy work. Because again, if I attach my value to being overworked, to being stressed out, right? Because that's what everyone else is doing. And if I'm not, you know, keeping up with what everyone else is doing, I must not be important, right? So then what ends up happening is a lot of times in workplaces, we don't, get to the root of systematic issues, right? We create busy work around it to make ourselves feel valuable. And then we're still dealing with the same issues, you know, one year, three years, five years down the line. So it doesn't only affect your self-esteem with this, you know, toxic mindset of I must be booked and busy all the time, but it can also damage your actual productivity, right? The thing that you're actually trying to get to you're actually getting in the way of. So I know some of you are thinking, but Akua, you do not understand. I'm booked and busy like for real, for real. Like I got 15, 11 kids. I got two jobs and four side hustles. I got, trust me, don't worry. I got some tips for you too. So for, you know, the people in the beginning of the episode, hey, you are valuable. And then for the people who are actually booked and busy for real, for real, I got some tips for you too. So let's first, you know, also make the distinction that all stress is not bad stress, right? So we got to talk about necessary and chronic stress, right? Chronic stress is the one that we know about, right? There's been multiple, you know, medical research reports and articles and all types of things about, you know, cortisol, messing up your immune system, and this whole triggering effect that happens as a result of chronic stress, right? Chronic stress essentially means that it is constantly reoccurring, right? And it's breaking your body down, right? But necessary stress is stress that comes, you know, just as a part of being a living human being, right? Like a living being, you know, stress is necessary when we look at the uh, the evolution of species and things like that. These things are necessary. So not all stress is bad stress. So some stress is needed, right? Stress, you know, flight or fight, 
pushes us to our limits or pushes us beyond our limits, I should say, right? So some stress is not bad, but when we're dealing with chronic stress, because I don't want it to get to the point where any of us have to be hospitalized in order to realize that we are, you know, putting our bodies through too much. So because this is a personal finance, you know, money podcast, let's talk about stress with money, you know, very quickly. It can be very triggering, you know, dealing with money in general, right? So one quick tip that helps with dealing with money and the stress that money can induce is to automate. Yes, I know, I know it can be difficult seeing that money automatically snatched up on the first or the, you know, the second week of the month or however you set it up. But what I did um, to ease in into automating my expenses is number one, creating a couple of separate accounts, not You know, you don't need to, some people, honestly, some people have a separate account for everything and it helps them, you know, do you boo boo, (laughs) do you, do you bro, do you sis, but I would recommend at least having obviously a separate investing account, separate savings, separate checkings and a separate fun account. I think those four are really like your good starting point, right? Separating your finances will help you from, you know, going over your budget, dibbling and dabbling when you don't need to be dibbling and dabbling and such. But having money automatically allocated to these accounts has been very helpful for me. You know, sometimes I even forget that it's being automated and then I look and I'm like, oh yeah, I did put in, you know, X, Y, Z over here. So again, automating your expenses and also, you have a finite amount of energy, like you burn a lot of energy, like trying to make decisions. So the less you can think about it and automate your expenses, like the less stress you can potentially have. Okay. And another useful tip is to journal out your money story, right? Essentially just write out your current beliefs about money, how you grew up, with money. You know, if you want to hear an example of a money story, you can listen to episode five, Perception is Reality. That's where I talk a little bit about my money story. Um, But again, understanding why you spend the way you spend is so important. Behavioral um, and psychological spending, so much of our money is, uh, so much of our spending is emotional. So if you can begin to understand those triggers, understand why you're doing what you're doing with your money, that can also decrease the, the stress when it comes to, you know, these coins. And so we are on tips for dealing with stress. All right. So another tip is a tip that I think most people have heard of, but getting the crappy stuff done early. Now, I know many of us have heard a lot of people say, you know, oh, get up early, you know, do all the things, get your life in order. You know, some people wake up as early as four o'clock in the morning. That's that's a lot. But the reason why people... I'm beginning to understand the reason why people say that is because you can get the stuff that you hate the most out of the way. So you don't have to think about it. You don't have to stress out about it. You don't have to think about, 
you know, all throughout the day, oh my gosh, I have to do this thing that I don't want to do, right? And obviously some things are unavoidable, right? If you have a meeting at three o'clock that you're like, that you really don't want to do or like something like that, those things are scheduled in and there's other ways to sort of mitigate that and, you know, deal with that stress, you know, maybe meditate prior to the meeting, get your prayer on, get your word on, you know, before the meeting, ask the good Lord to help you, right? But in terms of getting the crappy stuff done early, you know, that's why so many people work out in the morning because most of us do not like working out at all. God, it is hard sometimes. But if you get that thing done first thing in the morning, now you don't have to think about, you know, you have in the middle of the day, you know, thinking about, oh man, I got to work out. Oh, I don't want to work out. And this is also another time where that busy work kind of sneaks its ugly head in, right? Work that isn't really, you know, moving towards your goal or is productive, but it's just kind of in the way to be in avoidance. So again, I'm talking about working out, but this can apply to anything, right? Studying for that exam, whatever it is, your goals you're working towards, right? You know, doing your budget, right? Putting in that, you know, doing that proposal, that presentation, right? Whatever it is. So what ends up happening is you're dreading it all day. You're dreading it all day. And then when time comes for you to do that thing, right? You got the scheduled in workout at 2 p.m. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I have too many things to do, so I can't do it. See, so you see how that little sneaky cycle works, right? So get it done early. And also another tip for getting it done early is to try to couple the things that you cannot stand doing with things that you like doing. So for instance, ah, confession. These are my confessions. Y'all, I hate cooking. Like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying this on the, you know, in the public spheres. Uh, but, you know, I have to be realistic with myself. Like, y'all, ooh, the thought of standing in a hot kitchen with many multiple pots and pans and having to clean all of that and being under heat and sweating and food dropping on you. And I cannot stand cooking but I gotta eat, right? So what I do is I eat from other people who enjoy cooking, like my mother and others, <laughs> and uh, Uber Eats and everything else in between. And I have a pretty hefty um, eating out budget. <laughs> but in all seriousness though, when I absolutely know I can't eat out every single meal, every single day, when I do have to cook, I will listen to music, right? I'll put on a favorite podcast. Um, I will put on my favorite music and that helps me get through it. So if you can couple something that you absolutely hate with something you absolutely loved, I feel like I always have, you know, headphones stuck to my ear. I love listening to things. So if you can couple that with other things that you do like, that may work. Another way I do this is with cleaning. Now, I don't mind cleaning the house, you know, cleaning my apartment as much, but to make you know, cleaning a little more exciting, I guess. And I do the, I usually clean earlier in the day and I'll put on like a face mask. So it's like a two for one, right? So I get my little, you know, uh, a spa day situation while I also clean up the house. So now I got a clean space and a clean face, okay? <laughs> and also when you get the workout done and the things that you dislike the most done early in the day, it kind of gives you, you know, a little pep in your step. Like once you get that real hard workout in, you know, you're sweating, your thighs are sore, you know, everything is just, oh my gosh, you know, 
like there's this like unconscious like boost you get you know even I notice like days where I'm good and I work out in the mornings that it bleeds into other things right I don't eat as much junk food right I don't you know it kind of bleeds into everything else once you get the hard things done early so if you can right get the hard things done early and also another thing is that it's quiet in the morning, right? So this is kind of going to go into my other tip, um, which is making time for yourself, right? Reevaluating your schedule. Some people, man, you got a lot going on. It's a lot going on in your house, okay? So getting up early in the morning when everyone is quiet, everything is sleeping, all this nice, you know, all this calm, you know, oh, holy night, whatever. It is quiet you can you can have some you time right it's important to have you time okay and also in the morning you get some you know some you time you get some time to evaluate and you can also see if you're falling into that you know booked and busy busy for the sake of being busy trap you know am i really busy about my father's business or am I doing some other stuff? The morning can be a great time to do that. Some people, it may work better in the nighttime for you. There are some people, night owls, their brains turn on in the night and then they're most productive at night. So again, just finding that time whenever in the day you have the time, make the time. All right, and now we are down to the last tip for dealing with stress. All right, so delegate. Now, now, before you jump off and get, you know, five personal assistants and a nanny and everything else in between, please, I have been an assistant for people. And what is so annoying is when people say they need help and they cannot specify what they need help with. So whether you're going to, you know, use someone on Fiverr or Upwork or whether you're going to hire um, an in-person PA, a nanny, someone to help you clean up your home, whatever it is, please be specific for the love of everybody, right? So maybe some of y'all, it really is, you know what, I don't have enough hours in a day. I can't do anything. You need to delegate, right? Do you need a financial advisor, right? To help you with your funds. Do you need, you know, so think about those things as well, right? Can you delegate out some of your tasks that are overwhelming? Think about those repetitive things that you have to do daily that you could easily show someone how to do. Those are usually the things that you can give someone else to do. So, so once again, delegation is your friend. And also don't allow anyone to shame you for what you, you know, try to delegate. Some people are like, oh, you're bougie. You having someone clean up your house. Oh, listen, if you spending, you know, saving, you know, three hours cleaning your house can build a business idea that'll make you a couple thousand, make you a couple hundred thousand, make you millions, then by all means do that. Okay. And the last tip is... Something that I thought, you know, I don't need to mention this because most people already know, but there's still a lot of stigma around therapy. If you need therapy, go and get it, okay? There is no shame around it. You are not weaker. You are not less than. You are not less capable because you need therapy, right? God and therapy 
work hand in hand, right? God sends us resources here on earth to help us deal with things. So if you need a counselor, if you need a life coach, if you need a therapist, go ahead and vet those sources out and get an additional source to help you out with your stress. So that is pretty much it for today's episode. I hope these tips help. You know, this is a shorter one. You know, these solo episodes are usually under, you know, 30 Simple, straight to the point. I hope these are actionable tips that you can apply, reduce some of that chronic stress, okay? And let me know what you're using as well. Um, I've been having some really, really cool conversations. We've been having some cool conversations on Instagram. You know, I'll put up, you know, a random question and, you know, we'll go back and forth about different, you know, personal finance hot topics. But yeah, definitely let me know what you do to help decrease the stress in your life and, I wish you nothing but success and awesomeness in your financial journey. And that pretty much wraps up today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I hope you got some new insights or maybe you just got some confirmation on a couple of things. Let your girl know. Feel free to reach out to me via email. Hello at demcoinsonline.com. Also, feel free to check us out on Instagram, dem.coins. If you have any good topics, cool new strategies, let me know. And while you're at it, feel free to write an awesome five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about me, okay? (laughs) I am so excited for all of us on this journey. And until next time, stay encouraged.